Welcome to It Takes Two with your host, D. And your hostess with the most is Shayla. This is the podcast where we dis- where Shayla gives her expert opinion on parenting, and then I tell you what the truth is. This episode, we'll try not to keep it too uh, somber, but it's about... Our main topic is going to be on death and dealing with that and your children. And we have a couple other topics, as always. We ask about two or three questions, and then we'll give our favorite kid of the week and... A little parenting confession. So, just to give background, my father recently passed, and we've been dealing with that. We took the kids, uh, minus our oldest, because he was in college, and I didn't want him to miss class and things like that. I know he had tests. So we took all the kids to a funeral last weekend, and they got to meet a lot of family they never met before. And this just brought about the discussion of death because it was kind of a uh, close we've had other relatives die in the past and um i guess the kids are a little bit younger so it didn't necessarily like well i guess not i guess when grandma passed like great grandma they were really they saw her a lot and were close mm-hmm. to her um but for some reason i don't know it came up to talk about it now how do you feel like uh what do you feel like the appropriate way to do it death and that discussion with kids that show um i think i don't know i think it varies like i think um the older kids are able like are able to understand and process it more um but the younger ones like uh katie and Roe, the seven and five year old they um i don't think they fully like get it or grasp what death is like even while we were at the funeral katie kept asking me where's the dead person? Where's the dead person? But not, I guess not fully grasping, like, I don't know. I guess she, maybe she's like seen stuff on TV where there's funerals and maybe it's open casket. Um, I'm not sure, but I don't think they... Seen stuff on TV? She's watching funerals on TV? No, you know, like even like kid shows will show like a funeral or something. What kid shows are these? I don't know. What are you allowing people, our children to watch? People die, I'm sure, on People die in kid shows. shows? On Disney shows, they're having people die? I mean, not like, you know, brutal deaths, but I think they show... Anyway, I don't know, but they, uh... She didn't... I don't think they fully grasp it. Like, Ro, I don't, I don't feel like she fully understands it. Ro definitely doesn't understand it. She was saying all week she's going to a funeral, and then when we go to the airport, she's like, where are we going? <laughs> And then she's like, wait, what's a funeral? What are we doing? Like, she didn't get it. And then the fact, I mean, to that to that regard of caskets and seeing dead people and all that, um, I think the older kids don't remember being at my grandmother's funeral. Mm-hmm. Bella was probably a baby, even if. Or she, yeah. Yeah. And then... My dad, there was like a, it was an urn, like he was cremated, so it's not like, oh, there's a dead body, and they can like, you know, it's just, it was pictures of him, and then there was an urn. Like, it just doesn't, like, I don't think it fully, fully clicks for them, even now, like, Katie may, like, Ro being five, like. I don't think they grasp the loss, either. I think death is, I think death is a loss of someone to the people that are still living, so, like, grandma they knew, great-grandma they knew. So great grandma, it was like, we knew her. I mean, Ro doesn't really remember her because, you know, she was little. But um, they knew her and, you know, she 
they knew she got sick. I mean, they saw her getting sick and then she was, you know, then she died. So it was like, I know this person, this person's in my life and now this person's no longer in my life. So I think you, you can grasp that loss better than just saying, Hey, you know, this person died and we're going to this funeral and they don't really, it doesn't like feel like a loss. I don't know. I think like with great grandma, she was old. So Mm -hmm. that progression kind of like goes with it. You know, my dad was 60. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't necessarily click. It's just like my mom, like for them, Nana didn't seem old to them. Like, yes, she's older than them or she's older than their parents, but she doesn't seem old. Um, And in that regard, like people passing earlier, like how do you. How would you deal with <clears throat> discussing, say, suicide with your with the kids? Um, I mean, I think it's, I think it's actually more, like, widely discussed now with like songs and, you know, like I think, again, I think the older kids can understand it. And the younger kids won't <clears throat> necessarily be able to grasp it. What songs are? What's that song? Like, All my friends are dead. Rhyme. There's nursery rhymes for. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. That song's about suicide. So that's how you discuss it with your kids. Just no, a song for them, I'm or? saying they understand it. Like they, they've. I mean, like. Helps them understand it. It's no, it's been discussed before. Like that song, that song. which sounds like, oh my gosh, what the hell are you talking about? Is we've discussed that before because I was like, what is going on with these lyrics? <clears throat> and they, you know, like the older kids can grasp it and you can discuss it and have a conversation with them and they can understand. Whereas the younger kids, again, still don't understand. Like they don't, I don't think Ro understands like the permanence of death. Like it's like, it's forever. Like there's no coming back from that. So what was this discussion that you had with the kids after listening to the song? I don't know. I can't. We were trying to see how you're parenting my children to see if to keep them. <laughs> I can't even remember. It was a long time ago. I was just like surprised by the lyrics of this song. So you asked them about it and they discussed it with you. So oh, they, I looked they, it. They talked to you about it? Or I not? looked it up. Um, I looked it up like what like like I don't know was listening okay to you heard the song and it was weird so then you googled the song and then the discussion went how I don't I, it was a long time ago I can't really remember how that's that grade A parenting right there <laughs> like yeah we discussed it already because we heard this song and I asked him what the hell is this and then I looked it up and I said oh this song's about suicide and that was the mm-hmm yeah, that was the whole of y'all's discussion. There was that's a little really, bit more. And really deep shit stuff right there. Like, y'all really got into it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think. I think I need to li- limit the amount of time the children spend with you. <laughs> Shut up. Um, I mean, for, as for me, like, and speaking of them with suicide, because I actually had a conversation with them that didn't involve a song on the radio, mm. was to talk to them. Like, someone commits suicide because they're depressed or whatever like we often talk about emotions and controlling your emotions and not letting your emotions control you and your emotions will have you feeling that a situation is way worse or way better than it is and when you're like that you need to one just try to like think through it 
or seek help. Find somebody to talk to. Tell them like you're depressed. Tell them you don't you feel some type of way. You feel different. You feel sad. Like you feel nervous, anxious, whatever it may be. Find somebody to talk to, um, and they'll help you work through it. Because, like I said, what your our emotions will have us like in a deep dark, like place, or even in a happy place. Like on the flip side of it, like because of our emotions, we'll feel like, oh, I totally love this person. And that's just infatuation or whatever. Uh, I think that oh and then also we also discussed uh, just black people and therapy and how it's kind of like what's the word I'm looking for taboo taboo there you go good job (coughs) that's like the first time I've ever couldn't come up with a word no it's (laughs) definitely not the first time it's like a million to one like so anyway yeah but it's like taboo in, in the black community to seek therapy or whatever so instead we just internalize everything and try to power through it and sometimes we just get deeper into our depression and feel like there's no there's no way out and that's just not the truth um any more uh, nursery rhymes or disney movies you've watched on suicide that you want to recommend to i had a conversation with them about like depression and being sad i've had a conversation with Shaden. Like, you know, you're going to have you're going to be in relationships and those relationships aren't going to last or something's going to happen. And you're going to feel like like, you know, like your life is over and this is, you know, your dreams are are ruined. And that's just not, you know, the end. Like there's always something better. So I've had the conversation with them. So the end result to uh your parenting tip on this one is to listen to whatever that song is. Don't listen to the song. All your friends are dead. What's, do you have the actual name of the song? You know? No, I don't. Because it's a, clearly a parenting tool that everybody needs to use. No, that's not it. And then apparently there are also some Disney uh, movies out there that touch on suicide. Um, Moving forward. Whatever. Anyway, end result... Talk to your kids. Let them know that it's okay to have emotions, especially if you have young boys or teenage boys or older boys or grown men or whatever. Talk to them and let them know to find somebody that they feel comfortable talking to. If it's not you, let it be a friend. If it's not a friend, I think therapy is is actually a great thing because it's, it's like for anybody who's Catholic, it's like confession. It's like you're telling somebody something and they can't judge you or they won't judge you. I'm sure they, they, well, they won't judge you, like, out loud. <laughs> They'll probably go back and think about you in their head or whatever. But in that moment, it's a judgment-free zone. They're just a sounding board. They'll give you a different perspective on what's affecting your life, and it helps a lot. So It really does. Share that with your kids. We've, uh... I've done therapy. We've done couples therapy, even though Shayla doesn't listen. Maybe one episode we'll actually bring our uh, our therapist on and we'll do a session with him. And you guys will see all the great advice that he uh, provides Shayla with that she just ignores later on in life as soon as he leaves. Anyway, on to our questions. The chorus for one song and says what's what the hell is this about it's because that's then, more the more recent song but honestly it's because i don't let them listen to that song because i'm like what the hell are that, those words anyway it's a logic song 
I, um, the just, numbers. I'm glad this happened. Be quiet. So you guys can see. And if y'all know me, y'all understand this. My mind's all over the place. So anyway, it's 1-800-273-8255 is the name of the song and the number first to the sideline. Um, if you need to call it or if you just want to listen to the lyrics. Um, yes, there we go. Next question. Don't leave Shayla alone with your children. <laughs> I'm greatly like I'm going to at the end of this episode, I'm going to give you guys the information for a GoFundMe so I can get a nanny. <laughs> Shut um, up. If you guys want to donate is greatly appreciated. Next question. How much screen time? Well, the first question. It's not the next question, but go ahead, Shayla, since you want okay. to intro this one. <laughs> How much screen time do you feel is appropriate? Like social media, electronics in the rooms? Things of that um, nature. First of all, I don't think there should be any electronics in the room. We, uh, it's funny that maybe four or five years now, what do you say? But what? About four years we've had like no TVs in the room. Um, because we used to have TVs in all the rooms or whatever. So about four years ago I said, I don't want TVs in any room. We still have TVs in our like main living areas. We just don't do TVs in the room. The And that was to one keep the kids away from but more important it was for Shayla and I to spend more time together in our room like interacting with one another not just watching TV the adverse effect to this is that Shayla just loads up on electronics and falls asleep with her Kindle and her phone and her iPad surrounding her and still finds a way to ignore me I know these are absolutely true Shayla please don't make me take a picture (laughs) and post it somewhere I have my Kindle Shayla stop it Shayla just stop it (laughs) Because I, I absolutely would take a picture and post it like on all social media. So <laughs> just, just stop it and let's let's move on. As far as um, screen time, I mean for me, I think with like the kids always want the iPads, they always want to like borrow our phones. I have it on my phone where the only games are educational games for sight words or Spanish or sign language or things like that, and I'll let them use it sparingly. Um, I tend not to ever let them use their iPads unless, I mean, like, everything is done and I, or I just want to go to sleep and want them to leave me alone or something like that. Shayla feels like um, iPads are essential to living for children. I do not feel like that. And the only time they watch them is on weekends. Um, so I don't feel like that. And I also have educational things on my phone. Like ABC Mouth, at Mouse with which uh, Katie and Ro play on my phone, and most of that, and that's a lot of times like if we're somewhere and um, it's during the week. And so you're telling me at any given time if I walk out and one of the kids is on the iPad, that they're on the ABC Mouse. No, on my phone it's ABC Mouse. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me when the kids grab your phone. They go to ABC Mouse and not Snapchat to like look at themselves in the yeah. filter. No, they do. Yeah, but they do both. They do the little Snapchat well, filtering. Throw, throw a percentage ABC out Mouth. there. Throw a percentage out there. Snapchat to ABC Mouse. I don't know. Seventy thirty, eighty twenty. Uh, no. At best, I'll give you seventy thirty Snapchat filters to ABC Mouse. No, maybe like sixty forty. Snapchat, and you good with those numbers? I mean, I'm like. If it's the weekend or for somewhere they want to take pictures, so I don't care. Or if it's somewhere and they want to learn, like that yeah. sounds like a good thing. They learn as well. They learn how to use Snapchat filters. 
But I'm with the whole no TVs in the rooms. So um, you just you just had a you just were talking about finding except for our room a TV up like legit our like, room and our and and the main thing for us was I would wake up to ESPN all night long. It drove me crazy, but. I feel like a lot of times it's late at night when we're like, hey, let's catch, let's watch this on Netflix or let's watch this movie. And we end up on the couch and most of the time I end up sleep first. So we don't have cable. So we like if we want to watch a movie, I feel like it would be good to just have a TV um, in our room if we want to watch, watch a movie. Then I, I mainly read more than I watch TV. So, it's so not- there's a TV in this room. You would, Shayla, there's a reason why almost every day, anytime I'm not home, anytime I'm, I'm on shift, you fall asleep on the couch. And most of, and most of the time and it's reading. Why would you, why would you fall asleep reading on the couch? That makes no sense when you can read in the bed. Because it's comfortable over there. Shayla, stop it. Like, you're, you're telling lies to, to like, no, like legit. the 10 people, like, listening to this. <laughs> like, come on, guy. Like, I do. Sh- stop it. Okay. Anyway, how do you feel about social media? Obviously, you think they should have it because Snapchat is a vital part of. Survival. No, I don't. They don't have Snapchat. They just like the. They take pictures Y'all on my Snapchat. Y'all have a joint account. Y'all have a joint. You have a joint. I account don't feel children. like they should have social media. <laughs> I don't feel like they should have Snapchat. I'm the funny thing is they're on Snapchat more than me, but they, because they like the funny filters, like it's funny. Like sometimes I'll. I mean, I went to work and I like was taking pictures of people with some of the funny filters. Like it's funny, but. It would be just as funny, like, to just be a camera app and not, like, Snapchat, like, social media. Like, I don't do Snapchat It would be just as fun to totally just put phones down and interact with people. Yeah, like, it would be. you know, like, social media from, like, the 80s and 90s? Shut up. I, still, I definitely interact <laughs> with people quite often. I talk to people a lot. You can ask. Go to, do, you, do you know how to pull up the uh, screen time on your phone right now? Your weekly screen time? No, but it comes Or up. your daily screen time. It tells you like how many hours a day no, you're on No, but your phone. like I think it just tells me it's You have point. to be at like eight hours at least a day on your phone. How much are you? Not not nearly as much as you. I need to see that. I don't not know how to as much as pull you. it up. Anyway, moving along. What age do you feel like children should get phones? Um, I feel like I think we've we've actually discussed this before, I believe, in one of the other podcasts. Um, I think, but I yeah, feel like when they are doing something outside of the house, like for us, like Kingston has a phone now because in seventh grade he plays basketball for the school or football for the school, so he's he's at school later and he needs to be picked up separately from when school lets out. Um, but like things like if kids walk home from school, sometimes that happens in elementary school. I feel like they should have phones, um, because, you know, just for the safety aspect, if they're walking home from school alone. So I feel like it just depends on when they're doing stuff outside of just going to school, um, and getting picked up. I feel like they should have some ways of communication. And even if it's not a phone, like there's other things that you can get, like it doesn't have to be a full on like iPhone, um, but just some sort of phone that they can communicate with their parents. Well, first, I want to, I want to, again, this episode, people are really getting to know who you are because I sent you these questions that I found that people asked me a good three days ago, and you wait till we're recording to say, hey, I think we talked about this already. Well, like, like you could have totally said that before, and I would have found a different Now question. that we're talking, I feel like when I was 
uh, talking about my answers, I was like, you know what? I think we may have discussed this because I had the same answers in my head. totally started with, I think we talked about this before. It wasn't like we were discussing it and then you're like, oh, snap, we were talking about this before. You literally like started with... Oh, I think we talked about because this Because I, I started thinking about it, and anyway, I was like, you know what? My, my this deja vu was, moment. It's either we talked about it before, or I had a deja vu my moment. My point was, you see what it's like dealing with Shayla. If I don't catch everything ahead of time, this what is Shayla. Ever. Anyway, um, seeing as we probably have discussed this before, I'll make it quick. Like, yes, kids should get, I agree with Shayla, kids should get phones when they're separate. Um, I don't think they should ever have iPhones. Shayla bought Kingston a fancy phone and i'm very upset with it i want to go back and get him a flip phone um because it's just not necessary all right last question it's kind of like a scenario so shayla give me let me know you say it's a what it's like a scenario like it's a question Um. but yeah. Don't don't you have these? Aren't you looking yeah, at this on your phone sorry. too? Like yes, you're asking like, yeah, like like shut up! I didn't I didn't. You've like, never heard these questions before? Yes, I know. I'm, it's right in front of me. But so why the hell are you asking me what what, what it is? If I you're think literally I reading, listening to you for if a you're second. reading the exact same thing I'm reading, you stop listening to me for a second. So once again, this episode is totally showing everybody who you are. Like, I need some uh, my, I need some ADD medication. <laughs> so you walk into your kids' class for the first day of school. And the teacher someone you had be for the back in the day, be it college, high school, whatever. What do you do? Um, I think it, it, one, depends on what kind of beef we had and how it was or wasn't resolved and how um, we interact now. You know, like sometimes you can have an issue, something stupid, like you might have an issue with somebody about a girl or a boy and middle school you know and you're like completely over it and you're grown and it doesn't matter you know you could have a major issue with someone in college and you're like oh hell no they're not teaching my kid like what if they you know like use that against me or if they have if it appears that they still have animosity towards you I think that would be an issue because you don't want them to take it out on your kid but I think it all depends on the very specific um situation in which y'all had the beef so if you had a major beef with somebody in college and then you walk into class and then your kid's teacher, you're going to say, oh, hell no, they can't they can't teach my kid. Yeah, I mean, it depends then, on who it is. And then what are you going to do? You're going to drag your kid out of the class down to the principal's office? No, I'll send, a, I'll send an email. Like, I don't feel comfortable with this person teaching my child because I'm not sure that they can separate our issues in the past from my child's education. If I really feel strongly, I would. So they can, like, transfer them you know, or, or move them to another classroom. I mean, I don't like. So this question actually was, man, it was on somebody's Facebook page. It was on a friend from college's Facebook page, and then everybody was talking about it. I don't know if it happened to that person or whatever, but the the answers ranged from "oh, we're squaring up and shooting a fair one," like to you know whatever. Let like I don't understand what beef could be so serious. I'm like sort of like. You killed their relative or something. Like, what what beef could you have to be so serious that you would expect that they're not going to teach your kid? Well, again, it's not necessarily like the the severity of it. It is the severity of the person's reactions and feelings towards it. You know, like I could have like stole you from somebody. Like in college, I could have been like, you, you c- shut up. You could have been with somebody and I like took you from them and they never got over it. 
ever. And now they're an adult and they still like. So true story. Have this issue with the fact that you're the one that got away. And then now our kid is in their class and they're like, this should have been my kid. And they have like animosity towards this kid. You know, like, or it could have been some, like, I mean, I'm saying it all depends on the severity of their reaction and their, like, how we interact. I, but, so, I feel like if it was that scenario, that the chick would be either she's single and she's just going to try to get me back. She's going to try to get me to volunteer for all the class stuff, and then that would be your issue. Or she's married, and then why should she give a damn? I mean, but, sometimes people... If you're married and kids, you're gonna be like, "Oh, that kid should be mine too." Like, I should have four instead of three. Like, sometimes people are like, "I settled, and that should have been me." Nonetheless, I, I feel like it's an overreaction to off the gate be like, "Oh, we're gonna fight," or "Oh, we're going down to principal's office," or "Oh, today I'm gonna like send like give it a week or two. Yes, I'm, I'm saying. I'm not gonna say like let, let it go the whole first marking period because then your kids' grades might be like crap, and you can't be like, "Oh no, these grades suck." I want these grades taken off. And go to a different teacher like it doesn't work that way. But if your kid's coming home every day like, oh, I love my teacher's teacher's great. She's not sending home bad like progress reports or like reports like all the kids get daily like folders and folder marks. They get weekly like updates or whatever. They get a progress report halfway through like there's several times you have a parent teacher conference like there are several times that parent teacher conference would be a, would be a an interesting one, though, like to sit down with whoever you got beef with and talk about your kid, that'd be an interesting one. But I say give it a chance, like I mean, yeah, I'm saying how it depends on how we interact. Like if they see if they see you and they immediately like completely change expression and change how they're acting towards you, then that's, you know, a red flag. But if it's I mean, you're grown ups, shit happens, you know, as a child or even as like a young adult, like shit happens, everybody makes mistakes. Like at some point you have to kinda get over them and live your life. Like you can't um, you can't live your adult life like harping on things that happened as a child unless it was something like life changing you know like yeah like the death of a family member or something um yeah I would like to think that we're all mature adults and we move on but on this like to expand like how do you and what what would it take for you to feel like you need to move your kid to a different class? Like just like uh, like not even related to I had beef with somebody else, just in general, like with a teacher. I mean, if I feel like they're not, um, like being fair to my child, like That's fair life and fair, What's like fair? just anything. Like if if we if my child's having an issue with with in the class and we discuss something and we, um, like we decide okay this is what's gonna happen and it's still like an issue like if the teacher is still like Shaden had a history I think it was history English teacher that was pretty horrible like horrible and then when I went to our school page and our um our neighborhood page I realized man this teacher is just a horrible teacher like and I've never had I've never had it in all of his like school year where I've like legit um had to send something to like to anybody or like discuss anything like really like research the teacher like what the hell is wrong with this teacher like this i don't know she just clearly 
shouldn't have been a teacher she was just horrible just overall to and it wasn't and then when I when initially you might think it's your kid and you realize oh hell she's like this with everybody like she's just a you horrible after, teacher you went after because she was mean to your baby or what no she was just horrible she <clears throat> she would do I don't know she would do stuff like I guess like Shaden would say okay she would say you could have say you could have your phone like you could have your phone and you can look up this stuff on your phone and then when you have your phone she'd like take off 10 or 20 points something random and then you go and look and it's like everybody else has the same thing or you could have food in the class and then when you go like she you're in trouble because you have food in the class it's like she was just is that the same lady that uh wouldn't let him take a test again when he was left early for a basketball game yeah like it's just like horrible and i mean she wasn't there the, the following year she wasn't she was no longer there i'm hoping she's no longer a teacher well, you just want to take that lady's job, not get her, like, training or anything? I mean, I don't think like, that that has anything <laughs> hope, to do with training. I hope she no longer has her job and she's no longer employed and her no. family is in poverty. Shut up. No, I think she should go do something she else. Gave, she took 20 points off my son's grade. No, I think she should do something else. Like, every job isn't for everyone, even if you're trained for that job. Like, I'm not saying that she can't do something else. I'm saying she should not be a teacher. Like, maybe it's the age range of children that, you know, you don't like, which I get it. I couldn't be a teacher. Like, I went and ate lunch with the kids and realized I don't really like other people's kids. Like, and I would not like to be a teacher and teach all of these children because it's just too much. Yeah, you're struggling with the the five that you had, so... Throwing 20 more in the class, I can see that being an issue for you. Yeah, that's why I'm not a pediatric nurse either. This is why we need a nanny, because you're going to be in class playing Little Uzi Vert for the kids. (laughs) But, um... I mean, I think I remember when I was a kid, it had to be kinder first, whatever. I had a teacher who was trying to force me to write with my right hand. And I'm obviously left handed. And so I was getting like bad marks or whatever for whatever the duration is. You got to ask my mom. We should definitely do um, a Mother's Day episode with, <laughs> with our moms. I feel like that'd be interesting. Anyway, moving <laughs> moving along. uh so she moved me to a different class. I don't know how that affected uh, the grading system or whatever, but I think meeting with the teachers and trying to come to some understanding, and if it's just not an understanding that can be uh, achieved, then we need to move it around. So Shayla, what is your parenting confession for the week? Um, I'll tie my parenting confession with um, one of the questions. Um, like on weekends. You absolutely do nothing? Gotcha. Um, I don't know. I thought it said Shayla. I'm not sure. It said or I said. Um, so anyway, um, on weekends, like especially if I work and I'm exhausted, I there is no like limit to screen time. It's like, hey... As long as y'all are quiet, I don't care what y'all do on the other side of that room. As long as no one's hurt and y'all are quiet. So, if I sleep for six, seven hours, that might be how long that they're on iPads or on TV. Um, and I'm actually okay with that. Because it <laughs> makes my life easier. <clears throat> you finished? Yes. And our current dilemma is that on the weekends when I'm at work... The kids do absolutely nothing, and it's infuriating to me, and it's just a total waste of time. And I have no issue with them chilling out once everything's done. 
but say I work on a Saturday and I work 24 hour shifts. When I come home Sunday morning, the house is going to be a mess. Nobody got in the gym. Nobody Nobody read a book. Nobody did any Spanish or sign language or anything educational, but there's been video games and the house is not a complete mess, but it's a half-assed job of cleaning. Uh -uh. And then the two little ones ran around and just made forts out of everything and messed up the half-assed level of cleaning that was done before. No, it's not. And that is our current dilemma because Shayla's always like, well, I was tired. It was. It will be because Shayla's the only person to get sleepy. That is absolutely not true. No, but when D sleep, trust best believe them. Those kids are also watching TV. That's uh, absolutely. But when D sleep, best believe those kids did some ball handling at least. They probably already went to the gym. We probably already worked on something educational. They were told to clean, and the house does not look the same if you came home like after work on a weekend shift. If I, the house is clean when you get home. I'm, what I'm going to do is on the little Facebook page for this podcast, I'm going to start posting pictures to, to out all Shayla's lies. That's fine. I will So the well. pictures, the pictures <laughs> of <laughs> Shayla sleep with electronics surrounding her body and then the picture of the house when I come home on a Saturday or Sunday morning. That's clean. At 930. I'll, I'll, I won't be pictures. There'll be videos. Totally videos. Nonetheless, moving on to my parent confession. My parent confession is a continuation of my parent confession from last week because I'm still struggling with our oldest being away in college. And I'm really, I was really starting to get pissed off because, as always, he only calls me when he needs something, be it my insurance information because he needed to go to the dentist, <coughs> excuse me, or wanting to know about booking a flight to go see somebody um what else is he trying to think anything else he's uh that's pretty the bulk of it those are literally the only times he he's hit me up first other than me texting hey how was your day how's class going you know what he did facetime last week uh the day of the funeral so he clearly was checking on me to make sure i wasn't sad he facetimed me but in the two months he's been gone he's reached out to me first three times and i just told you well on three occasions or for three reasons and that was those three um so i was really upset with that and pissed off until we had a random conversation about how school was going that i prompted might i might i add about how school was going and whatever and he told me he met a girl who uh is like 5'10 so that's uh the lower limits of my height he, range he didn't tell me he met a girl and so the thing that's funny is I've literally been sitting on this so I can get that moment right there because I knew she was <laughs> I knew she was gonna be mad that he, for, um, that as, he I text, for once, as I text him did, why the hell didn't you tell me about it? She's literally texting him right now, like well, who's who who's this damn girl? <laughs> and why didn't you tell me about it? So I literally wanted y'all to get this is the the outing of who Shayla is this episode. <laughs> the first time in life that our son has ever told me something before he told Shayla and she's she's upset right now. She's laughing because Shayla laughs about everything. But she's upset that I knew something she didn't know. But anyway, he met a girl who plays basketball, and she's at the lower end of my uh, height spectrum, 5'10". And uh, that made me proud because hopefully she's a good person and they uh, fall in love and get married. And mm-hmm. Although I'm going to have to keep babies. reminding him not to, have, not to make me a grandma. Unless uh, he finds a taller girl. But, um, 
Yeah, so from so from what I've heard, the limited amount of information I have on her, she seems um, she seems nice, and I'd like to meet her. Well, I don't want to meet her yet, but I'd like to hear more about her. And by she seems nice, I mean she meets the height requirement, uh, and she's a nursing major. So basically, he found a taller version of his, his mother. <laughs> so there's that. So he got back in my good graces a little bit on that one. Shayla, who was your favorite kid of the week? Well, um, I was going to pick Shayden until this news. <laughs> now, now he's dead to you. No, I'll still pick him. <clears throat> and um, part of the reason, so, and I don't, he doesn't call as often. Like, he texts pretty often. Um, he doesn't call as often. But part of the reason he why I make him text me at all. my favorite child it's it's because, because she loves him more than the rest of us. Shut up. No. no it's because what. I feel like, I just felt like when he would go to college, he would need me more. Like, he would need, like, to call me and ask me for, like, questions. You felt like questions. you needed him to need No. More. So, actually, he's my favorite child because I've seen, I mean, he's he's been gone for, it's been, what? Two months? Yeah. Yeah, about that. Well, it's September. Yeah. It's about a month and a half two months when is august oh my goodness yeah anyway like a month and a half and he hasn't i mean of course he needs stuff like what's the insurance information but shit d needs that for me too so it's not like what have i ever asked you for insurance information yes you have i've sent it to you bro i don't even go to the hospital anyway what have i ever asked for insurance so that's like pretty typical stuff if you need it but i asked you for insurance information because he needed the information he's been like day to day you know like kind of just uh, like living his life and being able to get through whatever um you know he's getting through on his own and I'm proud of him that he's you know like flourishing and and able to 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 do that although I I wish he would you know call me a little more okay hmm Once again, this episode is really showing who Shayla is. That's a common theme because you see that she loves the oldest more than she loves the rest of us. No. My favorite kid is our youngest. She's starting school. She's uh, really getting into it. She started basketball. She had her first game yesterday. Uh, It did not go as I (laughs) expected that it would just because she was extremely nervous. It's funny when she goes to basketball practice with her older sister, who's like 20 months older, She's super aggressive. She's she's tries hard. She runs around. Somehow she's the youngest out there, but she gets a bunch of rebounds. But when in this game, when it was all new kids and the other team she'd never seen before, she legit was not really for it. By the end of the game, she actually started running around and actually started trying to play harder. Um, but she went out there, and I told her that our oldest daughter was the exact same way when she started. And, you know, she's a... Uh, doing pretty well now so just in general she's she's adjusting to life now very well and i'm proud of her for that um well that's the end of the episode shayla do you have anything else you'd like to tell the people i do not all right our next episode is there's some new things i've i want to start i want to start a book club with shayla Although uh, I found out that she thinks the books I read are boring, so <laughs> that might be a, an issue. Not all of the books that he reads. So Shayla thinks books I read that are actually on like self-improvement and parenting and society are boring. Shayla wants to read 
Okay, Harry Potter. I don't know what. No, like, I don't read Harry Dungeons Potter. Dungeons and Dragons. And I read to escape from reality. Those are the books that I really enjoy. Shayla's entire and so life. So I do read other books. They just take me a lot longer because I just I get I get so like involved in the books that Shayla's entire life is built around trying to escape from her life. <laughs> no, it's not. She like you've heard her say she sleeps for like she'll. She lets the kids do whatever so she can sleep for hours. I work at she night. Read, she reads books. I work 24-hour shifts. So Shayla, stop it. He has she a bed. It's like, t- it's like a house. He has a bed. I, I she, stay awake she reads all books night long. That she can get away from. Shayla. Okay, I think we were done with this episode. <laughs> Shayla. We were so, talking about... So anyway, so I would like to start a book club where we read a book and share our uh, viewpoints on it and, and either recommend it or don't. And we're going to start interviewing parents so our next episode will actually probably be an interview um so we'll see how that goes i'm looking forward to it me too uh well thank you for listening it takes two remember that it's easier to build strong children than repair broken men and we're just here to sharpen our tools in our toolbox and help you do the same and as always thank you for listening to it takes two I'm not